welcome everyone to part two of today's Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like this video and subscribe. If you're listening in podcast form, make sure you leave a rating and subscribe as well. Either way, I appreciate you greatly. Coming up on the show today, it is the fights portion of a Fights and Football Friday as we get into some pro wrestling talk and a look at the UFC card coming up this weekend. A little bit of boxing put in there as well. Um, as always, you follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Um, there is a lot going on in the sports world this weekend for the football portion. That's part one. That video uh, or podcast is available right now. Let's get into part two. Time for some fight talk. We preview this weekend's UFC card. UFC Vegas 84 goes down this weekend uh, from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, this one, uh, this year, I want to focus a lot more on the Ultimate Fighting Championship, and so we're not going to do the full card breakdown or even the full main card breakdown like we do for, for pay-per-view fights, but I am hoping to do a lot more fight breakdowns this year. Uh, that, that is the plan here. And so... <clears throat> I planned to do three today, but uh, we only have two as uh, Matias Nicolau against uh, Manel Kopp uh, is off uh, because Kopp misses weight. A lot of immaturity questions around him, and that is, it's really unfortunate because it's a, a talented fighter who has been in the UFC for a while. He, uh, the former bantamweight champion in Ryzen. Really, really frustrating that this guy can't get it together here for a fight camp. So, uh, we're just going to look at a couple of key fights today. And the first one is on the main card. It is Jim Miller taking on Gabriel Benitez in the lightweight division. Miller is 40 years old, born in Sparta Township, New Jersey, training with Miller Brothers MMA. 36-17 and 17 for the pro career with one no contest. Seven wins by knockout, 19 wins by submission. Twice he has been knocked out, and three times he has been submitted. His last fight came on June 3rd of 2023. Obviously, this is the first fight card of 2024. It was on the UFC on ESPN, where he picked up a first-round win over Jesse Butler. Overall, Miller has won four of his last fight, uh, four of his last five, and has finished all of those. He has spent over six hours in the octagon with the most wins in UFC history with 25, most fights in UFC uh, history with 42, and the second most finishes in UFC history with 17. He's been in the Ultimate Fighting Championship since 2008. He made his debut at UFC 89, which featured Louise Kane against Sokaju, um, Keith Jardine against Brandon Vera, and in the main event, it was Michael Bisbing taking on Chris Lieben. He's been a pro since 2005 with his first career loss coming to Frankie Edgar on the, I guess, independent local MMA scene uh, with a fight at Reality Fighting 14 back in 2006. Uh, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt is looking for a spot at UFC 300 after he fought on UFC 100 and UFC 200. He faces 35-year-old Benitez, born in Tijuana, Mexico, training at AKA. He is 23-10 and 10 for the career. Nine wins by knockout, 10 by submission. He's been stopped six times in his career, four by knockout, twice by submission. He is coming off of a win in August um, on the UFC on ESPN, a first-round knockout of Charlie Ontiveros. 
he had lost four of his last five going into that and had been finished in three of his last four. He has stopped his last three wins in the first round, however, and has been in the UFC since 2014, seven and six in his UFC career, and he's been a pro since 2007. Jim Miller is a real feel-good story. He is trying desperately to get onto to UFC 300. We will see how that plays out, but he is on a bit of a roll, and it does seem, well, you would think, okay, guy's 40 years old, just doing it just to do it. Um, but again, he's on a bit of a roll and it's not marquee names that he's beat in four of his last five, but it, it's names in kind of the same realm, quite frankly, as Gabriel Benitez. So I do think Jim Miller has, has what it takes here to, to beat ben, uh, Benitez. I think Jim Miller gets it done and I think Jim Miller finishes this one. I, I, I like Jim Miller to, to get a stoppage win here, probably by knockout at some point here in this bout. And then in the main event, uh, Magomed Ankalaev taking on Johnny Walker in the light heavyweight division. Ankalaev, 31 years old, born in Dagestan, trading at Fight Team Akhmat. He is 17-1-1 with one no contest in his career. Nine wins by knockout, eight by decision and just one submission loss in his career. The last bout for both of these fighters was a no contest at UFC 294 due to an illegal knee. Uncle I have hit Johnny Walker with that illegal knee. They asked Johnny Walker where he was, and he said he was in the desert, which it was in Abu Dhabi, so not entirely inaccurate, but not the response that the uh, doctor was looking for, and so he stopped the fight. Uh, Uncle Iev has not lost since his UFC debut back in 2018, 9-0-1 with the no contest since then. That draw came in his UFC light heavyweight championship fight against Jan Blachowicz. He has five finishes in the UFC, three in the first round, and he's been a pro since 2014. Johnny Walker is 31 years old, born in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, training at SBG Ireland. He is 21-7, 16 wins by knockout, three by submission. He's been stopped five times in his seven losses, uh, four by knockout and once by submission you know the last bout uh he has won three in a row leading up to that with two first round finishes with wins over pretty good opponents like ian kuntelaba uh paul craig and anthony smith that does come after a one and four stretch it's been a nice turnaround here for johnny walker he had a great run and then ran into a real rough patch um but it does seem like he is kind of turning things around right now and it makes for an interesting matchup because Uncle Iev, it was a very deserving title challenger at 205 pounds. And Johnny Walker is really fun, really exciting. I just feel like Uncle Iev is the more complete fighter. He is a giant favorite in this bout. And I think for good reason, uh, I'm going with Uncle Iev to, to get the job done. I, I would imagine he finishes this bout as well, but I'm going Uncle Iev to get the win at UFC Vegas. But there, like, there's some good fights on this. Uh, Ricky Simone is on this one as well. Andre Arlovsky is doing the damn thing in the heavyweight division in the prelim main event. Um, so there's... There are some good fights here as we get ready for UFC 297 coming up this weekend, or next weekend, sorry, from Toronto. Um, so that is a bit of the fight breakdown as we get ready here for um, for, for the UFC on Vegas, um, or sorry, in Vegas. There's another fight coming up this weekend that is really interesting. It's out in um, out in Quebec City as um, Better BF takes on Callum Smith. This is another intriguing one. You have a couple, like, just really talented fighters going at it. And I, I just, like, I, I think a lot of Callum Smith and a lot of his talents, it's unfortunate that the biggest fight of his career was against Canelo, where he kind of got beat up. And now the second biggest fight of his career is against Betterbiev. But I just feel like Betterbiev is, um, pardon the pun or wordplay, better. 
Um, he just feels like a bit more complete version here of Callum Smith. And so while Smith is a good, well-rounded fighter, I think Better Beev really starts to turn the pressure on. Would not surprise me if we get a late finish in this bout, uh, but Callum Smith is one tough MFer. So I, I think that he will be able to survive it. I'm going to go Better Beev by decision in the first big boxing bout of 2020. Four. Um, teed it up earlier in the week. Um, Wrestle Kingdom 18 went down from the Tokyo Dome on January 4th or January 3rd, I guess, depending on where you live. So while we are still about 359 days away from Wrestle Kingdom 19, I thought I'd put it together. Uh, just, you know, save New Japan some time. Uh, so today I have booked ahead to Wrestle Kingdom 19. Um, here is a, a way too far out prediction of what I would do for uh, Wrestle Kingdom as we get into some wrestling talk. All right. Um, I didn't want to just be like, you know what? I think fucking uh, Roman Reigns is going to come into to New Japan. That's what I would do. Like, I didn't want this to be a super card. I took a couple of liberties. Um, I do have... Kiyomiya, I believe I put him in. I, he was kind of a last second maybe on here for me. Yes, I do have him on there. Um, so I have Kiyomiya. I, I understand he is the Pro Wrestling Noah representative. Um, and honestly, man, like if, if we got Go Shiozaki as well, that'd be super fucking cool. But I, I, I am going to keep that involvement because it was just on the most recent Wrestle Kingdom. Although I don't know if that's been as amazing for Pro Wrestling Noah as maybe it, it should be. I also have extended the involvement of AEW to a few people who admittedly probably won't be, but I do hope that New Japan kind of puts some uh, pride away, uh, slight pun intended, and is able to, to make it work. And so with that in mind, my first match is the Young Bucks. I know that New Japan does not have a very fond feeling to the Young Bucks and, and how they kind of left and how disappointing that was for, for New Japan, but New Japan has had a growing relationship here with AEW. I, I hope that means you can mend this relationship with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Tease for later. Um, so I have the Young Bucks in the opener going for the junior heavyweight tag team titles against uh, Bullet Club representatives uh, Sho and Taiji Ishimori. Um, I, I feel like you could tell a story of like, look, Yes, the, the 11 years now of, of Bullet Club, but you guys have not been the same since we left and kind of bringing a couple of branches of Bullet Club together with Sho and Taiji Ishimori and getting a, a good a good rivalry going with that. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, look, the match would be incredible. And I think you could have a pretty fun time with the story here as well. So don't love that we would have a, a bit of House of Torture representation on this, but I think when you could go old Bullet Club against new Bullet Club, I think you would have a lot of fun with that. My next match is a triple threat match. Um, it, we could say for the uh, Pro Wrestling Noah Championship, if you wanted to put something on it, just... To, to add stakes to a triple threat match. Uh, but I have uh, Yoyo Uemura, I know I said that wrong, uh, against Nick Nemeth, against Kaito Kiyomiya. A lot of alliteration there. Um, I think Uemura is, like I said, it, it, he's someone who pro, um, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling wants to get behind. He is one of the, the pillars of the future for this company. And I think he deserves, all of the guys deserve like a real interesting spot here. And I, I think this is an opportunity to highlight it. You go with a name in Nick Nemeth, uh, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler. And you go up against Kaito Kiyomiya, who is a champion in, in uh, another 
uh, promotion. So I, I think it is a bit of an elevation of Yuimura, even though he is still early on on the card here. Um, but I'm, I think that you could have some fun with that one. Next is for the Triple Crown. Um, I have Eddie Kingston going up against John Moxley, Jeff Cobb, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. This is a little bit of, let's try to get as many people on the card as possible, but I also think this match would be an absolute banger. You'd have an interesting style for Tanahashi to work. You would be able to, um, quite frankly, hide him and some of the limitations he may have as, as someone who has put in so many years and given so much to the wrestling wars. Um, he is exactly in a spot like he, he is beyond where he should be for his age uh but it, it's still starting to show a little bit so put him in a multi-man match let him kind of hide out a little bit still hit a couple high fly flows dragon screws to everybody get the the crowd going a little bit but then have just an absolute war featuring kingston and moxley and jeff cobb as well i think that would be an absolute banger and you get to highlight a number of talents there as well. Um, the junior heavyweight title on the line with Bushi going up against Master Wado. These are, I think, the two next faces of the junior heavyweight division, along with Taiji Ishimori, but I had to give someone the, the junior tag team titles. And so th this, to me, is kind of the, the start of a new era for the junior heavyweight division with a couple of guys who I really like. It's a new era because I have El Desperado moving up to the heavyweight division and I have him taking on Shota Umino. I think this would be a real nice spotlight for these two. Desperado is pretty popular and you're looking to get Umino elevated on this card a little bit more and elevated in the heavyweight division. Again, I don't think any of the pillars are ready for like the big main event spot. I feel like this Wrestle Kingdom is going to be the one where it's like, okay, all these guys are ready now for a big step. And then Wrestle Kingdom 20 is going to be the big one for all of these guys to move forward. Um, I have the IWGP World Tag Team titles on the line with Yoda Suji, another young gun who this company is getting behind, and Tetsuya Naito, so Los Ingobernables de Japón, taking on... Um, the Great Okan and Aaron Hanare. I, I think a lot of those two guys, but they have kind of faded into the background a little bit. Um, I, I wouldn't mind giving them a nice spotlight. So again, you spotlight Suji with a tag team title match. You spotlight Suji with a Naito match. And you give Hanare and, and Okan a bit of a run with the tag team titles, elevating them a little bit as well. Uh, the TV title on the line, I have Hiromu Takahashi take it on David Finley. It is a little bit, limiting um it is a little bit limiting with um putting Hiromu in a 15 minute match but I, I still think if you want to maximize 15 minutes Hiromu will be able to do that and, and David Finley will be there as well um you get again Bullet Club involvement against LIJ I think that's a lot of fun it's a, a good introduction I think to Hiromu into the heavyweight division. The global title on the line, Will Ospreay against Sonata. So Sonata, a bit of a fall off from winning the, the world title and main eventing the year before, but it's still a marquee match. And this would be an absolute fucking banger against a, a returning Will Ospreay. Um, I have a fatal four-way match. No title on the line, just a, you know what? I think I'm the best. Well, I think I'm the best. Well, I think I'm the best. And I didn't get a chance to prove it against you. Well, I didn't get a chance to prove it against you. Um, fatal four-way of Brian Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr. against Kenta against Kenny Omega. I feel like this is a real fun mix of like 
you, you would rather maybe a couple singles matches here. I put 10 matches because that's how many were on Wrestle Kingdom. Um, you, you would maybe like both of these to be singles matches and you could possibly spawn them off into different singles matches, whether it was at the G1 the prior year or into like Destruction or New Beginning or, or something like that. But like you just have so many individual storylines with Danielson and Kenta and Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. and Omega and Danielson and, and Omega and, and Kenta. Um, I, I think there's so many fun ways you can go with this and this would just be like pro wrestling is art at its finest. So that is the way I would go with those four. And then in the main event for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, Kazuchika Okada, uh, I would have him again with the championship, go up against Shingo Takagi. Shingo is, I think, a star in the making and someone who has been left behind a little bit in some of the um, advancements of younger talent on the, the New Japan side. And so I, I feel like that's a mistake. I think he can be like just a real badass add legitimacy to someone type of a dude. And I think he would get a banger main event out of Kazuchika Okada. Um, not that Okada needs to be dragged out of it, but maybe like, I, I think those two would be a real fun mix together. So that's what I would do. So that is my Wrestle Kingdom 19 uh, card. That, that's how I would do it now. Again, about 350 days out from the, the next Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, all right, one more thing to do. Time for today's ticket. Uh, all right, um, just one on today's ticket. Already gave the football ticket on part one, but uh, we also have one here on part two, and I forgot to write it down, but I have it on the screen. Uh, Jim Miller by um, finish against Gabriel Benitez. Uh, you can get Jim Miller inside the distance at plus 150. I think that is good enough value for, for me to jump on it. Uh, like we said before, Miller, uh, Miller has a ton of finishes, and you have... Um, you have Benitez, who has been finished a fair amount, so I, I think it works really, really well, and I, I like Miller in that spot, so that's where I think the value is. That is today's ticket, and that's today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, leave a review um, and subscribe on the podcast side, and like and subscribe on the YouTube side. Leave a comment as well. Um, as I said before, the football portion is on part one of today's podcast that's available here on YouTube, as well as in your podcast feed right now. Next week, it is uh, UFC 297 week, so our usual uh, fight week routine where we look at the early storylines, main event fighters to watch, fights that have been made throughout the week, um, and then the, the full fight breakdown. Plus, uh, we are going to have NHL awards this week, and obviously the full NFL uh, recap from the postseason um, with Super Wildcard Weekend. So, uh, thank you all so much, and I will talk to all of you later.